Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust as the Republic of Mental, like the real 144,000 that's being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual leader Minkari, this is Mentalect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing how Caucasians were able to prosper technically and financially in America. How were they able to really prosper technically and financially in America? And not just in America, around the world, because I'm going to touch on all of that, logically and rationally. This is no conspiracy. This is no, you know, uh, uh, oh, you know, this, that, and so just, you know, real talk. Real talk how they were able to prosper wherever, you know, where they were at in their countries, be it in America when they came over here, England, all these places. The reason why they were able to prosper, Caucasians were able to prosper in America is because we were here. We were here in America before everybody. You see, they want to give you this lie, this idea that when they came over here, when Caucasians started coming over here in the 1500s and the 1400s and things like that, started, you know, um, sailing for this place. Keep in mind, Columbus and those people didn't come here just because they were going on some random uh, uh, expedition. You know, they heard about the New World and things like that, which to them it only became new because they discovered people that were here doing things already. In other words, there was trading going on here, and there were societies already here that were over thousands of years old. The Mesoamerican societies were already here. You don't had your Olmecs, your Aztec, your Incan, and your Mayan people who had real civilization, real governments set up here, which were extensions of other ancient governments that were set up. I told you there was a government that was an international government, a serpentine government that was set up, or a loosely based or somewhat connected group of men, men all over the planet, bronze men, so-called black men all over the planet, who were bearing witness to that serpentine uh, symbol and that connection to Amun. Because Amun's name is very common, not just in Egypt, but also here in America. The Olmec's true name is the Olmen, which is another way of saying the Amun. So that Amun connection and that serpentine connection was not just here uh, was not just in ancient Egypt. It was here in America. They had different variations of that type of society. What you're seeing there when you see the, the serpent that's present in all of these uh, ancient societies, when you see the serpent present where our people, bronze people up there with the serpent, those were um, prominent societies, prominent societies that had real governments, had ruling bodies, or not a bunch of tribal savages but real societies, the Olmec, the Aztec, the Inca, and the Mayan, just to name a few over here. Notice the so-called white man, he does not talk about those people. He does not talk about the Aztec, the Inca, the Mayan, the Olmec, and all these. He don't talk about them. You know about them. They may mention, but they don't go into deep, deep history with them. They talk more about the so-called Native American Indians, which are nothing really but a bunch of mongoloids, a bunch of Asians. They talk more about them. And they talk about the real people that was here that settled this land. And not just America, South America, Mexico, all over. The Belize, those Caribbean islands that's in the region of, of uh, America, Canada, Mesoamericans were everywhere. Mesoamericans was everywhere. And yes, the word America did come from the mind. And the white man considers all of those societies Mesoamerican, Middle American societies, because the word Meso means middle in Greek. 
You see, but you know, when it comes to Greek, you know, their tongue came from the ancient Kemetic people. So nothing's really Greek except for their homosexuality and their lesbianism and their degeneracy. But anyway, these people came into America and they already found civilization going. They found trade going here. Remember, you had Mansa Musa, Abu Bakari, all of Mansa Musa, who was considered, by, even by the white man, like Mansa Musa, who was not no, was not no African, tribal African, was a bronze man, right, who was, who was considered the wealthiest man on the planet, still to this day, because he went all around. He had access to all the natural resources on the planet. He had access to him and uh, some or some link up with him, and he had so much gold and natural resources access to it that people were utilizing for things that he didn't like. I said that he could offset the economy of all societies that were coming up. Now, keep in mind, these were the dark ages for the so-called white man. A lot of this was still the dark ages for them. You see, you might have seen groups like the Greeks and the Romans that came up, you know, but they fell. Right, and they were for the most part still in the dark age where our people were still prospering. So when they came into America, they found our people here, not just the so-called Mongoloid Indians. It wasn't even that many of them. The majority of people that was here was our people. Our people fed them. When they talk about the so-called Indians feeding the uh, uh, Caucasians, those wasn't no uh, uh, age no so-called Indians. Or what you see today, the Mongoloid Indians, that was our people feeding them. But why you know that is because the, um, they were farming the land. It's our people had to be farming the land because, like I told you before, you notice they never show you any Native American, so-called Native American Indian farmers. They always show you the so-called Indians being um, living out basically kind of tribal, li- living tribal, living like on campgrounds and things like that. They had them always living on campgrounds in a tribal-type setting. You never really hear about them farming no land. You don't hear about that. And if they know anything about farming land, they learned it from our people. Why? Because our people were here already, and we had the land, and we were farming. We moved into these areas. We settled a lot of these uh, um, cities here in America, Chicago, California. We settled a lot of cities. And this is not even – this is not even – this is before the so-called white men. Before they came here, we were settling um, places. Mexico, our people were all over because they were extensions. Those people were ex- extensions of that whole civilization of the Mesoamerican people, the Aztec, the Inca, the Mayan, the Olmec, real civilizations of people, whole societies. So well, it, it's an insult when the so-called white man turns around and says, oh, we don't know where the descendants of those people went. That's like a slap in the face. That's like saying tomorrow, oh, there's no more America, and American government broke up. All the Americans just scattered, and we don't know where they went. Of course they're still going to be here in this land. Where are they going to get up and go? They've been here for centuries. So, like I said, the people who are falsely being called African-American here in this country are really Mesoamerican. But I'm going to get into that next week because we already started the Mesoamerican community, which we're about to unveil. We already started the international Mesoamerican community which we're going to debut in uh, South America, Mexico, everything, wherever there's bronze Mesoamericans, here in North America, Canada, wherever, and even in Africa we got Mesoamericans. But we'll get into that another. We'll get into that as our site comes up next week. But anyway, we were here prospering already. There was already trade going on here. So there was life going on here. There was energy going back and forth. The white man tried to say this lie. Oh, he came here and... Nothing was developed. That's a goddamn lie. That's a lie. 
That is a lie. There were plenty of parts developed here because if, if there was nothing developed here, why would y'all why y'all keep coming here? If there was nothing here, if nobody was farming the land, nobody was trading, nobody was doing none nothing, y'all just came here. There was nothing here. Then how is it that y'all was able to learn how to farm the land and um, build houses and live here? Know what type of materials to use? How was you able to do it if you didn't see people doing it already? There were people doing this already. People had houses up and things like that, were farming the land, doing with um, um, people who were the descendants of those last societies that just came from the Mayans and whatnot, just came in closer into North America, migrating, because our people was always known to be migrating. We came closer into the northern parts of America, and that's how we got into the southern areas and things like that, because we came there, and like I said, we took a lot of our traditions, which was really Mayan traditions, what they call a Native American or so-called American Indian traditions these, that these mongoloids, those are really Mayan culture. The Mayans are bronze people. Those are Aztec and Mayan culture. And, and of course, some Olmec. All that is all interlocking. All of those Mesoamerican societies are interlocking. Olmec, Aztec, Inca, and Mayan. Those are our people. They try to now show you a bunch of damn Mexicans, a, a, a bunch of pictures they drew physical picture try to change the history because see we on their ass now we already know what it is we already know who we are we start everybody waking up now bringing this knowledge of who we are as a mesoamerican you don't hear nobody else saying that now do you where your delbert blairs and all these other people what where all these other so-called pro- why they keep pointing us back to africa you see but we're gonna get into that next week i'm not gonna go too deep off this is more about how the white man prospered here in america Notice when he was in his country, like in, uh, in Europe, and, th- and again, even in Europe, he was able to prosper because we were in Europe first. The Moors made England livable. They made Europe livable for the Caucasians because prior to the Moors coming there, the, um, the uh, English and all these, a lot of these Europeans, they barely bathed. The Moors taught them how to bathe and wash their stuff, how to change their clothes how to cook their food, how to put their animals in barns and separate them. Because, see, our people were starting to flee from those areas because these white mobs in Europe started coming in, you know, taking over areas and things like that. Our people were in Ireland before the white man was. See, they were in caves. We were in the places and the places that became countries that they came and lived in. They came after us, and we moved to other areas. And, see, we had already had economy going wherever we couldn't get nothing going we just go to other places but we left our energy on that place we had a heavy strong energy here in america a very strong presence in america that they want to tell lies about say that we wasn't here they brought us on a bunch of damn slave ships we had trade going here we are the first americans in this society we are the mesoamericans are the first americans here everybody else is from someplace else we had trade going here. We had society going here. We had prosperity going here. So, of course, when the white man come here, he coming somewhere from dirty England, from dirty Ireland, or wherever, because you know once they move into a place, it turns to shit after a while. It turns to shit. We get it going. They get in there. They turn it to shit after a while. You see? Like what they're doing to America right now. Like what they did to South Africa and all them other places. They turn it to shit after a while. They act like they're bringing in technology and making the place better, but no, they're actually bringing in overcrowding, insects, rats, rodents, all kind of other shit they bring in that didn't exist until they got there. Disease, uh, de- sexual degeneracy and depravity, things that were not here before they came. But so they come over here as the pilgrims, 
they came over here as the, you know, that, that, that Puritan BS they teach, that Puritan BS nonsense they teach, and they found our people here. And our people look out, looked out after them. You know who our people are, the copper-colored people, the copper-colored race. And they know they're not talking about no so-called uh, American Indian, uh, Asiatic, Asian people. Those are not the real natives here. Those are people who crossed over the Bering Strait. They came here as the fall of those ancient societies that have been here for thousands of years were coming to a close. The people, our people took those, took those, um, took those um, customs and traditions of the Mayans, of the Inca and all of them, and we just moved it further into it. And then those, these people were already coming onto the coast and coming to the society, and they came in and mixed with us, these, uh, these so-called Asians or these East Indians, uh, uh, um, the Asians. Because that's all your so-called um, um, Native Americans they show you. They're nothing but a bunch of uh, a bunch of Asians mixed with East Indian. That's all they are. They cross the Bering Strait, and they admit everybody, even the white men admit that they're not the real natives of this land. He even admit that. So then, when they show you now, they got to show you the old Mexican. race. That has to come out. But then now they want to make a Mexican. See, because then you're getting closer, too close to the truth. But down in the in the uh, um, in Veracruz and in the Mex- Mexican museums, all the ancient pictures that was on the walls, the actual coverings, those are all bronze people. But, again, we'll get back to that. So they come here and this vibe is going, and they see prosperity happening, trade happening. So, of course, the white man want to get in on it. So he starts trading. He cuts in on that. He, he starts doing the trading and with our people, and he starts making money because th- things are going on here. He didn't bring nothing here and start nothing. Things were already happening. That's how he does he comes to a place that's already prospering, or he finds something that's rich in uh, uh, elemental, uh, some usage elemental that he can use. Um, that's usually amongst all people who we live in, you see. And they might not be doing as much as what he ends up doing with it, but but things are going, things are in use. So it's like anything when a vibe is going, when a when when um there's movement and things going, of course you're going to come in, and you're going to ride that wave. You're going to ride the wave because there's never been a society that the white man started from scratch. Never has there been any society that he started from scratch. He's always been influenced by our people. He always came through our people. Why? Because we created the white race. We created the so-called Caucasians and the whole human race, not just them, but the whole human race. So they learned a lot of things by watching us. You see? They came into America. They started trading and watching things because of us. If they really had it going on in their own country, what they come here for? Why would you come someplace where you know your, those areas? You know, why would you come into America? Why would you set? Why wouldn't you set up your, your government and your society over there in England or these other places? They had kings and queens over there, which still was going after the order of the ancient Egyptians and our people who had the whole pharaoh and the queen pharaoh. Because even that whole monarchy system came from our people. That came from us, the early kings and queens in, in, in Europe and things like that. Everything they built on top of us, everything they built was on top of what we already done, you see, because we were supposed to elevate above that, above what they were doing. We were supposed to elevate, but we went on a downward spiral. We went from people, and we were supposed to go to persons or personifications of power, which we were supposed to be the ones controlling and being those special people, we were supposed to be the ones who were, what you see the Zionists are today, what you call Illuminati, the Zionists are today, 
the people who you can't talk about, the Zionists, the unspoken about people who are in Israel over there. That was supposed to be us today. That was supposed to be us in charge of everything. And the humans were supposed to be under us, like what you see the humans under the so-called Zionists all today. We were supposed to be controlling the banks, the, the, the um, government, and everything else, all the technology here. Everything. Why? Because we already had control of these societies before the white man came here. We already had trading going. I just proved to you that you had this guy, Mansa Musa, uh, 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 or was it Abu Bakar? I think it was Abu Bakari, if I'm not mistaken. One of them. Mansa Musa. He already, he was already, he was more wealthier than the Rothschilds and Rockefellers them put together. And this is the white man saying this today. He was the wealthiest man on the planet. And that, and I'm, and he, they can't even compare because he had all gold. There was no paper dollars and nothing. He had the elements, which is the um, lifeblood of the earth. He had control of the natural resources. Once you have control of the natural resources growing from the earth, you're going to be wealthy. Once you are able to distribute and control the movement of natural resources, that makes you wealthy. That's why the so-called Jews control that. The Zionists, they got that already. You see. They got movement of the gold and silver and, the, and you know, the cotton and, the, and everything that people are basically going to need and use. That's what makes you wealthy, control of, the, of those um, natural resources, which our people had. So if we had control of the natural resources, obviously we had societies, but they don't want to tell you that. They don't want to tell you that. They don't want to tell you that they were feeding off of our energy, you see. And then when we stopped prospering, when we stopped, we stopped. Our societies, we let our societies die out. So when our societies died out, they were able to come in and feed off of the energy that we had going here. You see, when you see when you when they show you bronze people like Benjamin Banneker or the guy, uh, which was a lot of bronze people like that walking around who can't who who was living in America already. See, they want to tell you, oh, they were native and they were uh, so-called African. No, they was not. It was bronze people who they called the copper tone, the copper colored people, because when white people started coming here, they wasn't racist against us when they started coming here. They wasn't. That was something they started doing once they started, you know, when George Washington first came here, they wasn't really racist against so-called black people. They started that once they got their independence, because they know when they came here, it was already bronze people that owned property, owned the land and things like that, because there was no real government here. They owned it before the British came here. And they owned it up under the British rule, and someone was paying taxes to the British, but they had already owned property here. They had already owned acreages of land that the so-called white men who came later once they set their government up and pushed them off of the land. That's really what they're talking about when they're talking about how the so-called natives were pushed off of their land. They're talking about bronze people. They ain't talking about these goddamn East, uh, these damn uh, mongoloids, because what land? What land did the so-called Indians have? How do you push people off of a goddamn campground? What, what's the big deal with the Indians moving off of a campground? Because don't they not always show you the so-called Indians on campgrounds? So what land are you really taking from them? All they do is get up and move their shit. What, what Indians are they really talking about that they took land from? Who are they really talking about? Think about that. You tell me if that makes sense. They're always telling you, oh, you know, uh, they took the land from the Indians. What, what, those Indians right there? You mean the people that that living live, living like they living on campgrounds? Basically, how they live in the, on those reservations? They don't got no farm. They live on they live like on campgrounds. So what land are you taking from them? They can just get up and move their shit, like they like like they oh they was like basically traveling all over North America. 
You ain't never seen them people farming no land. You've never seen them living indoors nowhere. They always show you them living in goddamn teepees. So think about this. Think about this. That was them taking our people's land. That was them taking our people's land. They took, you know, Central Park belonged to our people at one time. Central Park, right here in New York City, was called Seneca Village, belonged to our people. Factual. They took that. All they did was come in and take our shit. Once they learned how to run the shit, once they learned how to get the government going, learn how to keep a government, basically took our place, and they just took our shit. That's all. That's all. They fell off for the lifeblood of the Mesoamerican people that were here, the first people, and we are their descendants. We are their descendants. And just to and add insult to injury, what the white man do? He turned around to hide that reality, to hide that real history, hide that real heritage, and call us black people. Black people. Black people with no goddamn, no identity, no identity, nothing. You you ain't come from nothing. You was, oh, those people, those Olmecs, oh, what Olmecs? Oh, what Mayan people? Oh, oh, those are Mexicans. Oh, those ain't your people. You niggas came from Africa on slave ships. You see? And we really got rich selling you niggas into slavery. That's a damn lie. That's a lie. That came later. All that trade and the spices and, and silver and all the stuff, stuff that they got in on, slavery came later. That really started with the Arabs amongst our, getting our people in slavery. You see? And they really like the idea, the idea appealed to them of putting our people in slavery because, see, they recognize that our people at one time were in charge of the whole planet. We were in charge of this whole entire planet. We had societies everywhere. Everywhere you go, you can go into Asia and see societies that our people had set up. Before the Asians, they're not going to tell you everything. They're going to give you bits and pieces. Like I said, they come and they feed off of our energy, and that's how they're able to build. They're able to build because once our societies go down, you got to keep in mind that whole societal energy, that whole civilized energy is still going through the atmosphere. So when the white man came amongst us and seen our people that way and seen our societies, don't t- let him lie to you and tell you he came into some America and he saw a bunch of tribal people living. That's a load of bullshit. He saw civilized people here who were talking to him, who had homes and had things like that of that time. He, so you telling us, you want to tell us, you civilized us to where we are right now, then why y'all still savages? If you civilized us, why y'all still savages? You see, that's why, like I said, because we were too kind, we were too compassionate when we took their asses in and whatnot. We were too kind and too compassionate. That's why they turned around and did what they did and took our time for weakness and put us in slavery, raped our women, raped our children, because we were too kind and too compassionate. And they took that as a weakness. That's why they do what they do today, because they know that we have more of a compassionate energy with us because we still look at them as we looked at them as unfortunate people when they came here, coming off the damn boats and whatnot, dirty and nasty with diseases, filth that they come out of. Of course, they came here. This was a haven to them. They seen life here. They seen all these trees and all this beautiful green. They, they ain't never seen no shit like that in England, Europe, where they come from. They know cold streets, backwater streets, people pissing in the streets, throwing shit out the window. You know, basically how they ended up making America once they came here. 
no disease. See, we was really compassionate to them. We were compassionate to them. And they fed on us, and they became wealthy. They started trading in the silvers and the golds and things like that. They started doing the same thing. And they created wealth off of what we did, off of our blueprint. That's how they started getting, that's how they gained wealth in the society. That's really how they gained wealth. That's really how they got in control. And they systematically got together because what they saw was, and because they wanted to keep this thing going internationally, so what they did was they systematically got together and formed that European Union that loose bits, that kind of became the UN later. They formed that European Union early on in the 1400s. When they started coming together, they, you had your Spain and your, your France and all that. They started forming their little European Union because they realized they needed to be united internationally all over the planet in order to trade, in order to, you know, uh, um, in order to trade with each other, in order to keep that global supremacy that they were trying to build of Caucasians in power. So that's when they started building a little Euro, their little European, uh, um, their little European international society, which you see today. You see, what you see today. They just topped it off when they did the UN in the, in the uh, 20th century. You see, that's when they topped it off. But their whole mindset was to make sure because they did not want to see the rise of those ancient serpentine societies coming up no more. They didn't want to see that. They knew our people had an ancient serpentine international society all over the planet. And you could see that when I gave y'all that picture of the Mesoamerican, that other ruler, he had his foot on the serpent, and he had those bird claws on his feet. That was meant to be a depiction of a man who was standing as an eagle, right, on the serpent, which was their foundation. But you see the serpent all in Egypt and things like that. These were interlocking societies. You see, they were interlocking societies. They had to be because they were trading with each other. They were trading with each other. Some people would come from the ancient world, from Egypt, would go into America. Some people would go into America, go over there. So they were traveling all over the world. They want to make it seem like, oh, we was just some tribal niggas that was in Africa, and we was just uh, uh, walking around naked and jumping up and down and whatnot and just running through the jungle. Uh, no, Basically, no purpose other than to eat, sleep, screw, and, 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 and just ju- run around the jungle and burn each other and do tribal shit. That, that's what they want you to believe. You see, that's not the mindset of society building. So if that's the type of people we were, then who built all them pyramids? Not just in, in Egypt, but in America. And you see the same, if you go all over, even in China, you keep seeing the same pyramid structure. You see a lot of the same pyramid structures, not just in Egypt, not just in early America. All over the world, you see those pyramid structures. So obviously what that was saying was that was the structure design of the ruling class back in that day. Like what you see today, you see everybody's in square buildings. Back then, obviously, it was pyramids. You see, that was the ruling class. They want to they keep on, they, see, they hit a whole society of people here. And what, how they do it? By calling us black people. By calling us black. They blacked us out of history. You see, this is how it makes it seem as though, you know, they want to create this false history for themselves. Because, see, they tell on themselves. First, they, now they say, oh, when we came out of Africa, we was less violent because we aim to be farmers. They like to tell lies. They like to tell lies. They were bred in the water and housed in caves, which was really cages for them. Those were your early cages where we housed the humans, in caves. 
the cage were really cages because we kept them separate from our cities and our societies and our countries. We kept them separate from us. We kept them up in caves. That's why we put them up there. And we quadrant off. We had um, guards quadranting off those areas where they could come down. Like, as you see, one of the entry points is the, um, the uh, Caucasus Mountain. The Caucasus Mountain Range, which stretches all the way from uh, uh, Asia all the way into what they call Europe right now. The Caucasus Mountain Range, which is where they get the word Caucasian from. They're not going to deny none of this history that they were the ice people, people in ice. People were living in ice age, running around naked, covered in fur, having sex with animals, whatnot. They came out of the caves and whatnot. We had them working. Then eventually they came up and they, they learned our ways. They came up on us. You see? And they came to what, that prominence they in right now. You see? They came right to the prominence they in right now. There's so much hidden history, they're not going to let you see all these things, but it's all coming out now. It's all coming out. You see? These are all mountain ranges because really that's all Europe really is. Europe Europe, and most of Asia is nothing but mountains for these, for these humans. That was one of the places we stored the humans at. And certain parts of Asia and, 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 and Caucasus, who do you, you think put them there? Who do you think took them there? We was basically giving them uh, damn near the mountain range of one, two, two continents, two continental mountain range, because Caucasus Mountain stretches from Asia into Europe. And like I said, realist, really, there's no such thing as Europe. Europe was more, more or less created for the humans, for the Caucasian humans. That was the, they really their point of entrance. They were given Europe. But like I said, Europe is really nothing but Asia. At one point, they called it Eurasia, but they know it's really all Asia because they're all Asians. All these humans are considered or classified as Asian. You see, the East Indians are Asian, the Mongoloids are Asian, and the, and the white people, the Caucasoids are Caucasian. They're all Asiatic people. We are not Asiatic people. You see, I think the word Asia, if I'm not mistaken, means far and away. If I'm not mistaken, look up the word. Somebody look up the word Asia. If I still remember right, ask, look up and find out what the meaning, because it's a Greek word. I'm, I think it's a Greek word, but you got to be mindful of what they say, the Greek word. Look up the word Asia, because I believe it's Greek. I think it's Greek. I want to say not believe. I think it's Greek. Look up the word Asia and tell me what it means. Okay? All they did was feed off our power. That's all they did. The pale Arabs, the Jews, all of them, they fell off of us. Like they still do today. They built the whole music industry off our back. They made money off of our people, and like they always do. Wherever, wherever niggas go, they're going to follow. That's why wherever you go in Africa, I don't care what other people place, you're going to find a white person there. Because they can figure a way to just feed off of you somewhere. They're going to go wherever you are. Because they know you are the road to riches, even if you don't realize it for yourself. They'll come in, they'll feed off and figure out a way to make money off of you because we carry that type of energy. Even if we don't figure out how to make money for ourselves, people are going to come up off of us. You see? Because, you know, we're not in our right. You know, so-called black people, not saying we, I'm not, include, I'm not including myself with black people no more. That's it with black people. Black people are blind to what they truly possess. They're blind. That's why the so-called Jews call you Schwarzen. Black people in darkness, ignorance. Let me take a call. Four seven zero. Give your face and face and face. 
470. Okay. But that's what that is. You know? They fed off of our energy here. They fed off of our energy. They created a whole system. How you even go prove it even further? They, the stocks and bonds, the stock, stocks and bonds, they run Wall Street, they run the country. What do you think stocks and bonds in New York Stock Exchange is based on? What do you think stocks and bonds are short for? The word stocks and bonds. It's short for stockades and bondage. Stockades and bondage. That's what stocks and bonds are short for. The first the ones who were the stockades and the bondage, the ones who were in stockades, meaning prisons, and the ones who were in bondage, bondmen in servitude, where they put our people in, in, uh, up on the trading grounds in the stocks and bonds, as stocks and bonds, those, um, those human, uh, so-called human resources or those physical beings that were being bought and sold, you see, that were being bought and sold as bondsmen, bondage, servitude. That was our punishment. We fell out of power in our ancient societies and whatnot because we refused to stick together. So then we were able to go under bondage to someone else. That's why we fell out. This is why we are in the condition we're in right now as black people, people who don't even have an identity. I'm going to tell you something. Black is about to become synonymous with homosexuality. Watch. A lot of you, so you, a lot of you so-called black people get ready. Black, because the, the so-called white man has always been controlling that whole black identity. Black is about to become synonymous with the, red, black, the, um, the rainbow or so-called homosexuality. In other words, they're going to make you so-called black men to face a gay, ma- gay, um, gay uh, uh, homosexual uh, activity. They're not going to make the so-called white man to face that anymore. They're going to make you so-called black men the face of homosexuality and emasculation. And they're going to push the white man up his heavy masculine energy, and they're going to push him with the black, your so-called black woman. That's what's going to happen. See, because that's still more feeding off of your – see, that right there is even feeding off of your energy by taking your, your so-called black power movement, and now they're going to become rainbow power movements. You see? But why you think why you think them lesbians control Black Lives Matter? Who you think put them on to that? They always see my point in saying all this is is nothing has changed. They always feed on our people for wealth. They feed on our people. They feed on so called black people for wealth, for riches, for resources. Even down to the part where I said because you I showed you where he prospered uh, 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 financially, technologically. All the ideas and inventions, the real ideas and inventions. I'm just, just now. I've been watching this thing on um, what was it on uh um, on one of these one of these stations um, and it was about the inventors of the 20th century and things like that. This inventors, right? So I'm watching this thing, and I'm looking. They showing you all the inventions and whatnot, but I noticed they only took one. They only had one inventor that was bronze there, and that was Garrett Morley. That was Garrett Morgan. They had one inventor there that was Garrett, bronze inventor there was Garrett Morgan. You know, and, and I'm like, they show you all these Caucasians, and half the stuff they're giving them credit for, I know, I read up that bronze men invented that, invented these things. So what they're doing is erasing you out. See, they're going to take what you, take your ideas, take the energy that you put into the world, and like I said, stocks and bondage, that was based on them selling your people. And that stock and that stock and bonds, stocks and bonds are still up and they still trading that all over the world. You see, they still trade that all over the world. But that the whole financial system that runs this planet 
because everything comes from a lot from the pretty much through the New York Stock Exchange all over the world. So even the financial system of the New York New York State a New York Stock Exchange is based off of bronze people because they was they, they was bringing black people up to Wall Street on ships. They were bringing us up from down south on ships to trade us on the damn um, Wall Street. They would bring us up to uh, um, bring us up and trade us on Wall Street, trade up bronze men and bronze women. You know why? Because they, like I said, they knew that we were strong people. They knew that we were strong people because they knew what we built. They knew that we knew how to work. They knew that we were intelligent. They wanted us not just for our backs and our muscles to work. They wanted us for our brains too. Because they wanted. Why would you come up here and sell people? Why would you sell people? Why would you sell people? Why would you trade people? Because you consider those people valuable. You consider those people valuable. You can get up. You don't don't sit up here and tell you that lie. Oh, that oh, we just got these niggas so they could pick cotton. No, they was doing more than picking cotton. You gave by to pick cotton. You get little kids. They was doing more than picking cotton. They was building stuff. You see, like how they had the slaves build a goddamn White House. They was building stuff. They built most of those, built, then they're all, well, hell, all them plantations out there, niggas built those. Built the homes for these filthy-ass crackers to live in. How did they get them building skills? Well, it was the white man that showed them? Really? How did they get them building skills? Hmm. And how was they teaching Africans who couldn't speak English how to build stuff? Oh, they had them by guns to teach them how to build. They was building stuff. They was making stuff. They was doing all kinds of work on the on the plantation. You see, basically they needed bronze people to run their house, keep their things going. That, what is that? Don't that don't that tell you something? They used you to run their house. Basically, basically you was the machine that ran their system because without you, obviously they couldn't do what they sell. They didn't know how to pick no cotton and get out there and farm no land, do shit. They didn't know how to do nothing. Because if they did, why wouldn't they do it? Oh, we, we, we just want to be lazy. We want, the, we want them to do it. Because they already knew you knew how to do it. Why would you get people, if you say they're African, you bring them from Africa, you going to train them to do that? They're going to understand you? No, you got people who already knew how to do that. People who you kidnapped. People who you took. When they say, oh, remember they have him on the slave block? Oh, we got this guy, Tom Brown, whatever. He's a fine carpenter. Go back and look. They'd be telling you the attributes of the slaves they have there. They'd be like this bronze man, Tom, such and such. He's a carpenter. He's a woodworker. He knows how to work with carpentry. He knows how to do this. Where do you learn that from? Where do you learn that from? They were just openly kidnapping people, bronze people, and, and, and telling you they came from Africa. That's where the whole thing of Africa come from, where they start attaching the African thing on us because they couldn't, after 1808, they couldn't legally bring slaves back and they wasn't bringing no more slaves from Africa because that really didn't work out well. Okay? So these people had skills. They had skills. They knew how to work. Obviously, you saw them work from being up on them here in the society. You see? They wanted free bronze people to be slaves. They didn't want no goddamn black Africans. They wanted free bronze people to be slaves. Basically like what they really want again. 
They wanted free bronze people. They don't want. Why would you want a tribal African who been who who was throwing fucking spears last week and, and hunting his breakfast down and killing motherfuckers? Why would you want him? Um, um, slave, why would you want him to be your slave? He don't know nothing about that. He's you wake up. He's uh, broken the house, cut your damn throat, killed your wife, all that. They don't. They don't. They don't got nothing to live for. No, you want bronze people. You want bronze people who know how to work, who know who who come, who who've done stuff before. You, they'll go out. They'll be like, we need a carpenter. A this, this. They'll go out and kidnap a carpenter. Some bronze person is a carpenter. They'll go kidnap him. You see, they just tell you anything. You want to bring a tribal African up there? You want to sleep around that person? Person got disease and whatnot from what you white people gave them. They want to sleep around that person. You want to have them living on your land, which was our land. You see? And see, once this system, because again, you don't think that these people would do stuff like this, but this is exactly what they did. These people all got together and co-opted our land, co-opted our uh, uh, resources, and took over everything, and they basically stepped in our place and pushed us out the way and pushed us beneath them. They took us down from being a people, collective people, a government here. They took us down from that to possession. When we were really supposed to go up as a pure power, which was the overseers. Yeah, y'all could come in here and y'all could kind of have things going, but we overseeing all that. We control the money. The land is really ours. Basically like how the Jews got everything on smash. That's how we were supposed to have it, and then some. But our people got stupid. See, because this all really meant to be a form of elevation. You see, yeah, we had all the society, and as we elevated and moved up, we were supposed to be over all the society. No matter what puppet leader we put in, yeah, we have a white boy leader, but everybody else going to be bronze. We have a white boy in there. You know, we're trying to cater to everybody. But like I said, we know what the true power is. That's really how it was supposed to go. You see? Blacksmith, exactly. Seamstress, all of these things. Where we learned that from? They didn't teach you nothing. They didn't even want to teach you to read. So why would they teach you skills? They didn't have no damn skills. Why would they teach you how to why would they teach you how to be seamstresses and all this? Where you learned that from? You had the women making dresses for these white women, these white females. They were make there with those mammies. They was making the dress. You ever see them in the um in the um Gone with the wind. You see, uh, um, the mammy had me down, painting up scarlet dress and doing all uh, doing what seamstress work. Where she learned that at? You see, keep all that in mind, man. Keep that in mind. We were a labor force. We were a labor force. They just took all the native people that were already here that had things going, kidnapped them by gunpoint, and, and made a labor for made us their labor force. And they stepped in and, and took all the wealth. They already had their little network going all around the planet, trading with Spain, France, you know, wherever, England, and whatever the case may be, America. And this was all overseen by your Zionists, by your Rothschilds and those people. They were overseeing all of this, giving these people loans and whatnot, basically setting the foundation for what they now call white supremacy, keeping the money flowing, <clears throat> you see, picking up basically where our people left off. Don't ever think that these people just prospered from, uh, 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 they came up from nothing. That's a load of BS. They came up off of us. They didn't come up off of nothing. They came up off of us. Set in mind. 
Let me take a call. 864. How you doing, brother? How you doing? Real quick, you made me think about something um, when you said that they experimented with the tribal Africans from Africa and tried to bring them over here and put them in slavery, but it didn't work. It's a movie uh-huh. called, it's a movie I watched back in the day called Amistad. And they showed how they kidnapped these tribal Africans and brought them over here. And they went to had this little yeah. stupid trial or whatever. But they turned around and sent them Africans back. That's <laughs> so what, what I'm trying to tell you. Sense. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And <laughs> at the end of the movie, they showed them trying to – at the end of the movie, they showed them tribal Africans going back to Africa. The white man was like, they got to get the hell up out of here. Yeah, there was there, that Amistad really happened, and that wasn't the only one. That that was happening when they tried to do that because they, I guess, they looked at the so-called Arabs who was trading, you know, the bronze people over there, the, the tribal Africans, some of them. But even a lot of them, a lot of them, they didn't mess with the tribal Africans. See, our people, who were the, uh, 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 the almond race, who are that, uh, you know, Mesoamerican that looked to us, they know how our people look versus how the tribal Africans look. They don't mess with the tribal Africans because the tribal Africans are wild. All right, they're not, they're not, they're not really that civilized like that. So no, you couldn't really civilize those people. So they was like, look, we we ain't messing with them. So we're just gonna go ahead and kill them or send them back or whatever. We can't do. We cannot release them onto the slave population. We just need these bronze Negroes here, these bronze copper colored people here. We'll just call them and we'll just. Yeah, and we'll just we'll, these bronze people, these copper colored people, will these bronze these bronze civilized people that are not like yeah. those savage Africans. Yeah, they're not like those black savage Africans. We're gonna take these bronze civilized people over here who already been here in America, right. the ones that was nice to us, the ones who fed us when we came here, the ones that showed us how to wash our ass when we came here, the ones who we gave diseases to, the real ones they gave diseases to, took their land and things like that, and we're gonna just go ahead and put them in slavery. And broker and broker some bullshit ass deal with them, okay, to make them think we're all gonna work together. Then they set up yeah. their thirteen colony barracks and went to war with us. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, man. It's it's so easy to see. Thank you, brother. Yeah. You're welcome. All right, we're gonna take a little bit of a break and we're gonna just like I said, we're gonna keep going and let you know how these people count. Because y'all look at you know, these people come with these lies and these stories of how they came over here and they just started prospering. And, you know, and, you know, you go to the wealthiest white people and how they prospered. And, you know, they have, oh, yeah, they didn't do anything. They all made money from slavery in some way, shape, or form. They all made money from slavery in some way, shape, or form. And they brought more white people here as reinforcements because they were bringing the white people here because they wanted to, they wanted to reinforce that Caucasian. Uh, um, that's why they had the whole thing of, bringing white people here in the Ellis Island because they wanted more Caucasians here to reinforce their control and increase their numbers. You see, that's when they start building up that we all white people thing. That was just a way to increase their numbers and their control. We'll be right back.
so-called black people. They don't want you to prosper, okay? They don't really want you to prosper in the society. They don't. You know why? Because they don't want that same prosperity that led to you establishing societies like the ancient Olmecs, the Aztec, the Inca, the Mayan. They don't want that energy to catch on to you again. See, because once that energy is strong, that current is strong in the air, like I tell you, people who lived rich, full lives like our people once did in this society before the white man came here, before these Asians, mongoloids came here. When we were living rich, full lives in our ancient societies, you see, when we had elders and the eldresses and we had the old elders sit up here and they were told we paid attention to the elders and we had respect. And we, like I said, we had our little warrior things and things like that. We had a little bit of that. But like I said, for the most part, there was civilized society because you couldn't have a society go for so long without civilized people. You want to tell our people that we come from uncivilized people. How the hell we come from uncivilized people when, like I said, you couldn't have had those societies go for as long as they did if they were not civilized. You don't have a Om- you don't have Olmec uh, uh, um, kingdoms and things like that. Societies with such elaborate buildings and pyramids and whatnot. If they were, our people was able to do all that in the past and build ancient societies and and and, and really and and the white man makes a point in saying this too when he sees our ancient site, he gives it up. He'll say, "Oh, these these are really elaborate societies. Really, he he call them uh, 
what's the word he used, cosmopolitan-type societies. or hey, That's what he said about Egypt. This is what he said about Mesoamerica. This is what he said about all our societies when he sees our societies. He sees them, and he realizes that's the difference between us and the tribal Africans. See, because we ain't coming from no mud huts and, you know, and, and, and people who run around naked throwing spears and whatnot. That's the idea they want to give of us. No. The real reality is what they don't like to say is that we came from societies. We came from civilization. When they were in the caves, when they were crawling around on all fours, when they were having sex with animals like they do still today, when they were just doing eating eating raw flesh and meat, we were in real societies for thousands of years before they were even thought of. Before the Caucasians were thought of, they still are a new people. The East Indians, the Asians, and all those people are older than the Caucasians. So the East Indians and the Asians, they know what time it is. They know who the real progenitors of life are on this planet and why they're able to do um, prosper as they are. They prospering because of us. And like I said, they don't want our people to really prosper here in the society because this is why they had to tear down Black Wall Street. This is why they had to take the, that land from Dr. York and make talk call him a rapist. See, they don't ever want our people setting up any kind of society for real in this in this society because they know once we set up a real society here, that power, that natural power of extension, which our people left off at, is going to pick up in our people again. You see, they keep our people off balance by telling our people we came from someplace else. And, you know, so when we look in someplace else, we never truly find out. They'll just tell you Africa. And they basically keep you confused. But what they're not going to say is you really come from here. You really come from those ancient Mesoamericans. Oh, pay, oh yeah, we come from those Mesoamericans, those Olmecs, those Aztecs, those Inca, those Mayan people, the people that built the first civilizations and real societies here. Not no, not no tribal nonsense. Not no, no um, poop putt tribal nonsense, you see, where a bunch of huts and like how they show you the so-called Native Americans, they, all they ever lived in is a bunch of damn teepees and tents. No, no. Real civilizations, real societies who they know them so-called Indians did not build, them so-called ass, them so-called Indian, so-called Indian mongoloids did not build, that was built by our people. That's factual. But why don't the white man talk about that? Because he knows that those societies were elaborate, and he does not want our people to prosper in the society because, like I said, that's their biggest fear. Their biggest fear is that our people will catch that, how you say, catch that frequency again, catch that transmission again, and start to wake the hell up. That that's bound to happen. That's that's like that's like saying, okay, let's just say, um, you had white people who ruled the society, then all of a sudden they just went under. They just went right under, and they went up under the, another race of people. Let's just say uh, 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 East Indian or whatever. You're going to eventually have some white person that's going to come up and be like, you know what, our people used to own this. Our people used to have this, and they're going to eventually catch that vibration and that wave, and next thing you know, they're going to start gathering and galvanizing people. Then they're going to want to have that back down the line, you see. They always feared that with our people. See, the reason why they treat us like they treat us is because we are the natives here. And they never – and see, the people that's coming here to establish their power or establish their base here, they don't like the natives because they know the natives had things popping first. They know the natives had everything set up first. You see, that, and that, that just goes to show you how much we had it going on here because if we were just really tribal people, if we were just really tribal, backwards you know, a uh, uh, dumb peak, then they wouldn't they wouldn't be so threatened by us. 
They're threatened by us. Why? Why? Why are they so threatened by us? After everything they did, we didn't retaliate. We didn't do nothing to them. After everything they done did to us, why are they, why are they still threatened? And we didn't do nothing back because they fear you overthrowing them in the future. They fear that the Mesoamerican societies will be reset again on this land and will continue forward. That's what they're afraid of. They're afraid. That's why I said they wanted to stop that when they thought when they saw that they saw that happening in Black Wall Street. They trading with Europe and stuff like that. They said, "Oh shit, we got to stop. Oh, hell, we can't stop this. Oh hell, no, we can't have this." These niggas might just, you know, come back into their right state of mind. We we didn't really install that black mentality in them all the way yet, and they get money right after they come out of slavery. So if they was able to get money right after they come out of slavery and build all this stuff, obviously it was a time when they weren't in slavery and they were prosperous. That wasn't in Africa. They knew how to get money here. They didn't learn it from the white man. You know, the white man wasn't teaching you a damn thing. You see? Obviously they were prosperous people already. And they had to stop those people. They had to stop those people. They didn't want to have them. Again, with Dr. York, you know, you putting up pyramids in a place where there was pyramids at one time that your people had, in their mind, that's an act of war. You trying to reestablish another society here in their mind. That's what they, and you're going to stop prospering and taking the wealth and the riches because today they acknowledge that to be real. Whatever doesn't naturally belong someplace will eventually be uprooted. Whatever don't naturally belong someplace will eventually be uprooted. These humans and all these people that don't naturally belong here, that that start the base of power here, they're going to be uprooted, at least in the way they are now. They're going to be uprooted. They will be uprooted by nature. And when I say nature, the system of natural power, natural force will uproot them. And who will carry that power in the future? Us, the almond race. See, the reason why the humans are in power right now, they're in charge, excuse me, in charge right now. They're in charge, right? And notice the word in charge, right? Meaning they're being charged. And what is the charge that the humans are being charged by? They're being charged by electrical current, which I'm going to get into tomorrow. I want you all to really pay attention. I'm going to definitely say tomorrow about why electricity was chosen as the as the source of power, to, you know, the preferred source of power here in the third dimension. I'm going to really go off into that. But they were charged up by that electrical current, and they were made to go into our space because, see, no one was occupying our space. No one was occupying our space, and we did not set ourselves in place to ascend to the next level, the next space as the overseers. You follow what I'm saying to you all? You follow what I'm saying? So somebody had to ascend our space. Let me take a call. Six four seven, you're on the air. Am I coming clear? Yeah. Am I coming clear? Yes. Yeah. So like when you talk about yeah, when you talk about Africa and you talk about Mesoamerica, are you trying to say that uh the people in the Americas are more advanced than the Africans? Yes they are. Yes they are. How so? Because if you look at the inventions and the things that were brought in the 20th century and in the 19th century, that was brought by Mesoamerican people. Here. The people that you see in Africa today, the ones that you could point to, and I'm not saying, and, and keep, let, me get this, let me make this clear, because a lot of our people are in Africa and that, that are not really Africans. You know the difference between an African and you, know, you got the Mesoamericans, because the Mesoamericans were everywhere. 
I'm going to get that straight. They weren't just in America. They went all over. That's why they found Olmec heads in, I think, in Uganda or someplace like that. And they were not of Uganda. Mm-hmm. So our people went everywhere and lived everywhere. That's why you'll see people that live in Africa who will be calling themselves Nigerian or, you know, uh, Ghanaian. They look like the bronze people over here in, in Mesoamerica. They don't got that tribal African looking. Then you see people like Manute Bowl and them type of people like that with the BB buckshot. That's your more your tribal African. Our people built, uh, brought the um, majority of technology here in this society. You didn't start hearing about, like, the Nigerians and those people and, you know, coming up as smarter people and things like that because they start more or less studying and, you know, picking up on education. You didn't start really hearing about them until, like, the 20th century. Okay. So so you're more so going on the look. You're more so going on the looks and not the mind of a person. Because, like, they're, they're, like, like I, I started looking at certain places in Africa, and there's very, like, um, impressive Africans doing, like, impressive things, right? So... Like, like, I don't think like what? Uh, for me, like, like what? Uh, just just coming up, just coming up with certain tech, building certain technologies, um, building certain machineries from like little to nothing. You know, just just with their mind, being creative. Uh, but pardon? Okay, okay. Yeah, like, like, give me a country. Like you're, wait, like give me a, give, oh, wait a minute. Give me a country exactly where you're talking about. Uh, places in Ghana, places in. Like you said, places in Ghana, Nigeria. Some I think I think some places in East Africa. I don't. I'm not sure where, but there is there okay. there, there is stories of there is stories well, of places you, in Africa where. Pardon. I'm, well, I'm not saying there's no. Both those, those people in those places you're describing, those are not where your tribal Africans mm. are. I'm talking about the people who are your tribal Africans. Those people are primitive. The ones who are being called African were really, really part of the Mesoamericans because the Mesoamericans were the only ones that's really traveling like that, going all over the different places and whatnot and arriving in, you know, different places, traveling back and forth all over. So that will give you the mindset to build and be more advanced in your thinking technologically in your movements and how you move about and how you are willing to travel because what that shows is that you have an extensive mind that is willing to go beyond boundaries of where you live. The tribal people, why I said mm-hmm. they were, they tended to be more primitive because, like I said, they'll just, they become like those people who are, who are not going to leave because your tribal people, they don't go nowhere. They stay basically in their villages and they do their little tribal things and whatnot and that's it. That's their world. Oh, okay. see, that's what makes them okay. primitive. You know, mm. like like a good example, um, like 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 a good example mm. of this. When you see black people that just hang around the hood and they don't go no damn where, versus a person who is more well traveled and been around, know how to act around certain people and whatnot, who's going to be more intelligent? Oh, okay, I get your point. I get your okay. point. The one, the ones who travel, yeah. Um, yeah. But one more thing too is um. When 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 we when we look at the pattern of the white man, right? They tend to like they they like to wipe away, wipe away the memory of things that have been invented. So my question was this: due to the fact that they usually try to wipe away the memory, because the memory is important, it, it carries uh, movement. Um, is that the reason why we have primitive people, like primitive people in Africa that are tribal, because in the locations they're in. Um, were there were, were there was a beast? Did the beast go around that area and just wipe it off and cause them to become tribal? 
Because if you if you destroy like a person's land and the the generation that grows up, they don't have nothing to look at, right? You know what I'm trying to say? Mhm. Well. Yeah. So like, um, is that why they're is that why they're tribal, or like, no. do do they um, are are, are they capable of being intelligent? No, that has nothing to do with why they're tribal. They're tribal because okay. just like anybody you, in any type of setting, <clears throat> you're just gonna have people mm-hmm. who are just locked into a certain space. Their mind don't go beyond that. You're saying you got some people amongst us who primitive. You know what I'm saying? And their way of thinking. So you got different levels of different people, you see. Mm-hmm. There's people who lock in a certain level of thinking. Everybody's not extended in their way of thinking. Everybody doesn't have that capability. But let, 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 let's use a hypothetical situation. Let's say it's the beast in it, like for um, America, for example. Let's say the beast in it try to always uh, destroy what you guys were creating, right? Wouldn't uh-huh. that um, wouldn't that promote more people to be to to move in a, a better pattern instead of moving how they're moving? Because you look at the hood and like most of them are only most of them are, most of them you could say are acting like that based on propaganda and even the foods they're eating. Like even even the stuff in the sky. Like there's a, there's certain gases in the sky that cause people to think a certain way, right? So couldn't you say if those things were involved that these people would be able to move a certain way? So I'm, well, I'm pretty much going off the well, fact that there's a lot, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of um, influence that is causing people to act a certain way, and there's a lot of people. Who, and you talked about potential. There's a lot of people who have great, like they have, they have great minds, but they can't access that great mind for whatever reason, and that could simply be just from eating poorly, you know. Well, here's you know the I mean? thing with that. Here's the thing with that. If I mm. grow up amongst certain people. And I see people go down the drain, and we, for the most part, eat the same kind of foods. We breathe the same air. We do all these things. Mm-hmm. What decides that I'm going to be doing what I'm doing versus on, based on that and versus what those people have done, which is nothing? We don't live in the same circumstance, same situation, same environment. What happens to make us become better and them to become worse? Mm, yeah, the mind. Yeah, I see your point. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Thank you. All right. All right. We're gonna play a little more music. A little more music. A little pause for the chorus. And uh, what I want to play. Never mind for some James Brown. Uh, some funky drama. We'll be right back.
about this funky soul we got here. You don't have to do no soloing, brother. Just keep what you got. Don't turn it loose. Because it's a mother. When I count to four, I want everybody to lay out and let the drummer go. And when I count to four, I want you to come back in. <laughs> it's in my collar. Uh, I got the holler. I said it's in my feet. Uh, feels so sweet. It's in my shape. It's gone. Uh, about to wake me to death. It's in my shape. You're about to wake me to death. It's in my shape. I want the flow.
funky drummer. The funky drummer. Let's lay out and let this funky drummer take it out. One, two, three, four. The funky drummer. Why do you think it is that you so-called black people, you have a hard time getting loans at the bank to start a business? Why do you really, really think that is? Why do you think they have to have minority loans for you and everything or, you know, whatever? They don't, they don't want to give you any money. You know, I said, you know, I said, you know, of course they don't want to give you no reparations. Of course that. But like I said, I know, and I said from one side, I know what you niggas will do with reparations once you get it. You know you're going to go and clean out the Louis Vuitton store, clean out the coach store, clean out the Mercedes-Benz dealership. But, see, that's not just the reason why they don't want to give you any money, any reparations, or even give you any loan for any business. They'd rather give you a loan for a car. But they'll give all these other people that come here, from the Asians to the East Indians to white people, they can go in and get a loan for a house, loan for business. They give them loans. And they don't, and they'll have worse credit than you, right? They'll have worse credit than you. They won't make as much as you, and they'll be a big risk. But they'll give them the money before. You see, you know why that is? Because they do not ever want to see you prospering in this society. Because they know that you were the first ones to prosper in this society. They can't lie and say, oh. You know, oh, it's a business decision. What business decision? Everything in business is a gamble. What the, what the hell are you talking about? Everything in business is a gamble. If I fail, you can just come and take the business and whatever the case is, and that's it. You write it off. Well, why don't they want to give you any money for business? Hey, because uh, bronze people, bronze people don't stop. You know, y'all don't stop asking for loans because you know you ain't going to get it nine times out of ten. They, you already know niggas don't ask for loans no more because they already know they're going to bullshit you. They ain't going to give it to you. They're going to uh, make you gonna jump through hoops, and they'll say stupid stuff like, oh, we need to know that you could pay, pay the money back. Well, if I could, if I, if I could pay the money, it, I don't get that. You, can, you, you know, just because I can pay the money back don't mean I'm going to pay the money back, so it's still based on trust. <laughs> you can tell me I got to pay the money back. I still ain't got to pay it back. But that's not the that's not why they do it. They know what business is. They don't the mindset is and all these bankers know and they get it from the top, from the elites. Do not do not make make sure you do not empower these niggas with no money. Do not empower them with any property or anything business wise. Do not empower them because see, we can't have them established in their societies again. We can't have them come up again. We can't do that. And give you niggas nothing, man. They know how what they what's that? Give a nigga an inch, you take a mile. They know you'll start resetting back up your societies again. They scared that energy that because they know they know they on stolen ground. They know they don't belong here. They know they that they that unnatural they that unnatural piece in the puzzle. The white man know that. You see, when you see him dressed in suits and trying to act all prestigious, it don't even look right, man. It really don't. You know, they only doing that because that's that's really what we supposed to be doing. That's really who we are. When you see bronze people doing it, it looks right to see our people dressed nice and power and doing things. It looks right. When you see them, it, it looks off. It just looks really contrived, you see. When bronze people are dressed up nice and whatnot, clean, shaving, hair cutting, and whatnot, like I said, it looks good for a reason because we are prosperous people. We look like prosperous people. 
look like prosperous people. And let me tell you this, this whole idea that we come from primitive niggas, let me tell you something. You can't get no niggas to live in you can't get niggas to live in those in those slums and whatnot when they're in their right state of mind. Even in the project, niggas the, the, the nigga woman gonna have her project apartment looking popping on some level. She's gonna have a leather sofa in there and everything else. Damn sofa two thousand dollar sofa in there. So like I said, bronze people, we have this mentality of wanting to have nice things. So all this nonsense about us coming out of some goddamn – can you imagine trying to convince the so-called black woman, the bronze woman, to live in the fucking jungle somewhere? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that her, her man telling her we're going to live – she like, nigga, you, y'all niggas better get together and build a goddamn house. You, better, you niggas better get together and put a house together. Go get them bricks over there. Start gathering. Y'all will learn. Go and get going. They ain't living like that. You see? That's why our people are royal. It's things that we just ain't going to do. So when they try to sell you that nonsense, you know what I'm saying? So when they try to sell you that nonsense, though, we we was living, we ain't live out in no damn woods, nowhere, no, no, and then no tribal, nothing. We don't come from that, man. We don't come from that. They try to make us dirty niggas by, because by, basically that whole dirty niggas in the hood, dirty niggas, that's really them. Because if you look in the hoods, when when the when the damn ghettos came about, when when because you know before we was just like I said, we were on property and land and stuff in the southern areas and things like that, growing food and farming. They're the ones that settled into a lot of these cities and whatnot over time. We built a lot of those, and a lot of those brownstones was built by our people. You see. But they're the ones that got into the tenements and things like that, and a lot of those places. And they was living in the like in the in the slum ghetto areas, dirty, living in tenement buildings. Before there was project, there was tenement buildings in the cities and whatnot, all slummed out. You you your Caucasian, they was your first slum lords. You see, and they handed over to the Jews, and they became slum lords. Right, and they was basically um they basically was living in the hood and ghettos. Like I said, uh, and, and, like I said before, in, in the hood where I grew up at Brownsville, it was that was Jews and Italians. That was Jews and Italians. So they lived, they the first ones with the ghetto people. They were the people in the hood. Then when y'all start coming up north, y'all start that hood shit. You started all that hood nonsense. All that gang set tripping gang shit. They the ones that started all that gang stuff. Well, it didn't come from us. All that ruffian degenerate behavior didn't come from us. That came from them. And we just picked that up and started acting like them. We basically started acting like animals like them. Degenerates like them. You see? That's where that comes from. Then they want to turn around and act like, oh, you see, these, these niggers are such savages. You see how they act? Well, these niggers are such savages. Um, no, they, we were taught to be savages. We were taught to be savages. Bronze people were taught to be savages when you made them black. You know, when you created the black, when you had the blueprint for the black race, savagery was on the menu. You was going to make niggers to be savages. You was going to turn them into savages. You was going to take those bronze, strong uh, uh, people of integrity, those bronze, strong, copper-colored people of integrity who fed y'all dirty asses when you came over here and whatnot. You're going to take those people and you turn them into niggas on the plantation. You turn them into niggas on the plantation. Let me take a call. 864. 
Hey, it's me again, brother. How you doing? I got a question. How you doing? I got two questions, actually. Not too bad. I got two questions, actually. Now, I remember on a previous uh, show, you mentioned that the so-called black race is keeping the so-called white race up and in charge. Do yes, you they think are. That, do you think that the so-called black race is keeping the so-called right, white race up and in charge because they're praying to that white Jesus and they're sending yep. that energy out to them? No, oh, wow. So you and basically, yep. and basically, what you've been what you've been and, saying is I've been listening wait, to. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Not just wait a minute. Not just white Jesus, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. Every mm. time they get some money oh, in their wow. hand, that's oh, wow. the spell right oh, wow. Their God is their money. Their money is their God. Did you not see bro pro-life on his knees praying to money? What did you think? That was a ritual right there. Oh, wow. That was a ritual. That's how they worship the image of the beast. The, the movie Belly, when DMX was, was selling his soul out to that dollar? And, 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 yeah, man. You meant the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um, um, and, and, and look, look at DMX. DMX. And, and DMX, like I said, you, he was a real coon. DMX loved white G. He had worshipped white Jesus, and 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 he loved the dollar bill. The nigga loved it. The nigga had to get. They say he had to get a COVID oh, shot when shit. he went. That's how he died. The nigga got a COVID shot because he had to go and see, go back and start touring so he could get some more money, buy some more goddamn drugs. You know what I mean? So what? You know that's how he died yeah. from a COVID shot. Oh wow! They ain't gonna tell you that, that, but he got a COVID shot before he shot. Don't suddenly die. I ain't saying he. Hey, but it don't sound strange. All of a sudden, he get the COVID shot. They talking about oh, he died from some drug overdose. What drug can DMX smoke that he probably ain't smoked before that's gonna kill him all of a sudden? <laughs> You're right. Hey, he smoked it all. <laughs> that nigga um, smoked it my, all. And my second point is my second question is. Okay, so white society, so-called white society has focused all this time on standing on the so-called black race to make themselves a higher classification than so-called black people, which they got all their ideas, inventions, and everything from the so-called black race. So now that they focus so much on holding the black race down, right, they have no more uh-huh. ideas anymore. Is that why they're running out of their, their their society's failing because they don't have any ideas, whereas they used to get all the ideas from the so-called black race? Yeah, well, niggas, that is, makes niggas is done. So, listen, the batteries don't run out. Niggas is done. So now that the battery don't, because remember was a time, I'm, you know how you know it's true? Remember was a time when niggas just made good music? Just That was the last thing we could look to. Niggas made good music. Now they don't even do that no more. So now that all the, because all, at one point in time, like I said, when the when that 20th century is coming in, you know, it was a good thing to be bronze when the, in the beginning of the 20th century. You know, you know they had the Harlem Renaissance. We had bronze people inventing things. They didn't, that whole black thing didn't set in yet. But the beast had to make sure he had to set the black thing in motion to turn us into what our people became, you know, over time. Because this was, this was planned out. So, you know, they basically was milking off people of all the ideas and things like that. You know, they especially right. in slavery, they see the bronze man come up with an idea, the slave master, he owned the patent to it. Like what they're doing right now. Right. They'll tell you what this guy, um, 
this guy, um, Garrett Morse. If you go look up the who, the who is the inventor of the traffic, like, they'll tell you it's a white man. But then that don't even make sense because in 1923 they gave Garrett Morgan a patent for the traffic. Like, so how is, it, he, how is the white man the inventor of this, of, that this man holds a patent for? Makes no sense. Makes no sense. They so all the inventions that right now. They changing history right now. You, y- y- we not the Mesoamericans. We not the copper colored people that they were talking about who were the real Americans here. Oh, that was they're gonna change that. Right? Oh, that we were talking about Indians. Oh, uh, uh, even though they skin not copper colored, you know they they got shit brown skin. They got shitty brown to yellow looking skin like the Asians and whatnot. Well, when we talking about those people, you could clearly see they could they wouldn't they couldn't have been describing them. Okay, so they'll just turn around and say, oh, you know, they'll change the white male, turn right around mid-motion and lie right to your damn face. That's what he did right there. All you got to do is look up who invented the, uh, um, and I think they always had somebody else. They said who invented the gas mask. They got another white man saying he invented it, but yet, oh, you gave the black, so-called black man the patent, though. So they they basically lying in front of your face, changing the history. We didn't come from here. We came from Africa. We're at some place on the continent of Africa. We don't know. Stop asking us. Okay, whatever. Go ask ancestry.com. Yeah. Ancestry.com. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, but if you keep, if you keep, if, yeah, but if you keep, which is, which is inevitable. But if you keep holding this, this, this the black man, the so-called black man, so-called black woman back, you're gonna, you're, you're not gonna have any more ideas because you got them all from them, or from well, they all melt. They, 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 well, in order to see this, how this thing has to work is they have to trade places with you. They have to trade places with you. That's why you'll go and you'll see Caucasians, they doing the last things that niggas was known for good for doing right now is making music. That's why you see a lot of these Caucasians playing jazz music, playing basically all the stuff that we invented, they doing right now. So we on our last, like black people are on their last leg of creating. Now you see them rapping the Caucasian. So the, the things we were known for, inventions, technology, things we did, they're already on milk, they don't built on top of that black hole, black thing and whatnot. And they replacing our image with their image. So that's, that's so that just that's just some basically draining us of any last bit vestiges of power or whatever we had. And that's going. And like I said, these Negroes is done so so are they. So now so now that their their battery is being wore out off the so called black race who was their possessions, now that the battery is wearing out, they're wearing out. That's why you see this clown, uh what's his name? Uh Bezos trying to go to uh, tell him he taking he they trying to go to another planet, you know, and you know, uh, or you know, or they gonna bring down the population. They trying to create the gray race because they know their time is coming to an end. Man. Makes sense to me, brother. I appreciate it. All right. Peace. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they don't want to see our people come up in this society because they know to see our people really prosper. You're saying to see our people really prosper, even if they definitely don't want to see our people working together to prosper, they're going to find some way to sabotage that because they do not want the natives, the real natives, the real indigenous Americans, the Mesoamericans to stand up in this society again. They do not want that because that's how they set off of it. Notice when they, they didn't even bother to change the name. No, they start just calling themselves American. They tell you that it was the real people, the Americans, was the copper colored races. They say that we are the real Americans. They say it right there. Go and read the um, 1828 Merriam-Webster Dictionary of what an American is. They're telling you right there who the real Americans are and that you Caucasians, a bunch of Johnny-come-latelys that just start calling yourself Americans. But the real American people are the Mesoamerican people. That's us. We're falsely being called African-American, man. 
They did that for a reason because they wanted to. They want to be known as the prosperous Americans. They want to be known as the prosperous people, but they prospered from us. All their prosperity, all their technology comes from us because we had this plant. This land was rich with ideas, rich with energy that we started going first, and they just came in and fed off it. In fact, the guy that they claim that they named this country after, Amerigo Vespucci, is factual proof known out there that that was that this country was not named after him. He came amongst the, uh, um, the um, Mesoamerican people, and you know how the white man do. He was feeling them and whatnot. He was all amongst them, and he changed his name because they was using their Amerikista or something like that, and he changed his name after they, uh, after Amerikista, I forgot how you pronounce it, to Amerigo. He changed his name after them to follow him. He was so inspired by them. And then, of course, the white man flipped the history around, oh, this country named after him, which he know is a lie. He'll tell two lies. He'll tell a lie, or the truth in front of your face, and then lie right in front of your face. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. How how um how did Caucasians really prosper and uh, technically and financially in America? Because our people were here. I told you the stock exchange built off of our people. They took our people's land. We already were we were already doing things here uh, on a on a level techno- technologically. You say certain things on a certain level. So all they did was basically watch us, and we had certain things here. And they just basically were able to build on top of it because they started building a system, and they started coming up into the power seat. So when you start coming up into the power seat and you start coming up into the, being in charge and your people start replacing our people, then they start, like I said, adding things on and whatnot, basically building on to what we had going here already. That vibration of creation was already here because it was coming from us. That prosperity was here because it was coming from us. Why do you think they make sure our people don't prosper here? They're going to try. They're they, they going to make sure they don't help it. So everybody else can come here and prosper, and they'll help them out. Was it because uh, they were superior? No, it wasn't. They did not have superior intelligence. It was not because of superior intelligence. They were smart enough to watch our people and basically get in where they fit in until they outfit fit us and pushed us to the side. Like how they gentrify your neighborhood. They come into your neighborhood acting like they cool with you. They're your friends and everything. Like how they came. See, they didn't come here taking stuff. They came here being all cool with everybody. Like how they doing. Then they got a plan. And they basically came up off and learned our ways and just used it against us. Was it because our people were not Yeah, mentally our people had become inferior. We had. By thinking, by trying to mix in with them and trying to, you know, be compassionate toward them, we did lose our minds. We did sever our connection with them. So we did become inferior by trying to be equals with these humans. Can our people overcome it? We are all going to overcome it, but it's only going to be a select few. What is this, What does this hold uh, in the future of the evolution of our people? It holds reality, just what is always, and, in, and the focus is power in the future. Hail Amen. We're going to close out in the name of Amen, by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and in Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Nubin Mentare. This has been Mental Life Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. We're going to really get into this um, power thing. All right? Good night.
Trying to make it, they only push you aside. They really don't have no. 